0: So there's nothing more ergonomic
1: than the metaverse. Oh, I like that quote. Let's define it.
0: Okay, so we're still typing or saying queries to get from I don't know the, I don't know the answer to my question, or I don't have the thing I want. Still involves this these keyboards, like with your thumbs or with your hands or mouse or pointers or your fingers. Uh, like where we're tapping on screens, the metaverse is where the, you live in the cloud. The cloud is no longer a thing that you kind of access through devices. Um, it becomes integrated into the human experience. So it's you're able to augment it into your own senses. Uh, the f- one what everyone's working on right now is, is vision, of course. Right. But um, that that will grow with time. You no know, uh, touch, heat. Smell like all these things are coming because they are—they are more natural for us. They are how we can have experience at a distance, which is what this whole web thing has been about since the beginning. How can we communicate an experience um, over over distances and time? So I'm going to use another phrase, which is the so we're moving to the post-query world where the action is the query. I don't say a phrase or enter words to try to get a response. My my leaving the house in the morning is a query. My turning my head to look at the Eiffel Tower is, the, uh, is a query. My pointing at the Eiffel Tower is asking for more depth about the Eiffel Tower. We move to the human body and its natural movements and ergonomics are the way that we query the, the internet for the content that we want. That, for me, that's the metaverse. When we have layered perf- seamlessly into day to day living with the human body, the ability to navigate um, the the information layer that implicitly is on top of everything around us and integrated with everything
1: around us. So your belief is that the metaverse is bringing the Internet into the real world instead of having to access the Internet through specified devices. Yes, all right i like that that's the best definition of the metaverse i've ever heard
0: so you want to get a little bit more detailed on the technical side the internet was this merging of uh, of networks yeah hence the name right. <laughs> so the internet was when we had all these we had local networks and we found a way for these local networks to become federated networks into this Right, global network, which we call the internet, and then we have the idea of bubbles and privacy and secure networks within that. Sure, um, The metaverse is that for augmented and virtual reality applications. It's the ability for, right now, augmented and virtual reality things are very closed, very walled gardens where you can, you know, I can, I can be in this virtual reality game or this, you know, the National Geographic's environment explorer, and it has nothing to do with uh, the, the virtual world of the Sims or other games, etc. The federating of these worlds, where we can move as easily as we can open a new tab and look at a different website today, we can move through these virtual environments provided by uh, multiple vendors uh, and suppliers and even individuals. That's that's what the metaverse is. It's averse because it's it's connecting virtual worlds the same way that the internet connected networks.
1: So, so um, I honestly find the definition of connecting virtual worlds together in that way to be a lot less compelling than the idea of bringing the virtual world and the and the physical world together. Like when I think of this after this conversation, like my visual on this is like the Venn diagram again, where you have the virtual world is one circle and the physical world is one and they're pushing together until they perfectly overlap
0: right? yeah you're quite right i want to i want to correct myself because um i said virtual worlds i think vr is cute
1: yeah but vr is whatever
0: yeah AR. No, yeah ar is where it's at so and, right. and i don't make a lot of distinction between them because i i think that they're gonna have to rely on a lot of the same fundamentals and VR will break out of the shell and you know it's what we do in VR will be portable out to AR as things are done properly
1: yeah um I mean I have a lot of thoughts on that that won't fit into the amount of time I've got left (laughs) but um I I think this concept like for me this is this is a really good way of looking at this I'll also note that I'm not necessarily sure that I want this to happen because I like the physical world as it is and I like the fact there's a separation to a certain extent that said I don't think that we I don't think that Any one of us has a choice. I think that this is the trajectory. Um, And I think that, you know, fitting ourselves into that is a matter of accepting this as the trajectory and then deciding how it is it impacts us. But conceptually, you know, when you have people who show like little animated versions of ourselves in a virtual world as being the metaverse, to me, that's like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't want to be a little animated person. But going the other direction, like the directionality in this, like taking things you do in the physical world and moving them into the virtual world, to me that's completely uninteresting. Taking the virtual world and moving it into the physical world, that is interesting. I'm going to also say maybe not necessarily appealing, but at the very least, it's highly interesting. Um, it's it's fascinating. It's coming, and I think it's a very very different mental model for the for the metaverse than what I've seen floated around in some other places. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So we can't, I don't think we can wrap this up on that because we we haven't uh, talked practical applications. So I talked a little bit about search experience in the Eiffel Tower. Like, what, why would you bother? Like you just talked about the, the when you think about the sound of it, it sounds kind of awful being in the internet. You know, if you think about how, you know, there's a lot of dark and awful things about the internet being in it 24 seven, Seems pretty terrifying, right? Uh, and horrible. So why would you bother? Um, I think we need to talk a couple about the, a couple of the applications, um, and I also want to talk about how talking back to the people who are still listening to this, going, "Nah, I don't see it happening." <laughs> um, um, I gave a presentation ten years ago at Lavacon called "Tomorrow Was Yesterday," um, pointing out how all of these like sci-fi concepts that were very recent or even like in the 60s how many of them were actually here and active today just in kind of niches yeah and um and i i used the the kind of a transition from like uh things like terminator vision uh like uh, the movie terminator whatever and it happened in a million videos where you see the you see through the eyes of a robot right and you see all these data overlays like how it recognizes objects and it augments them with information etc that looks exactly like how video games look <laughs> like that's um and us having that ability to understand and know about everything we see around us to and at the depth that we want right, right. is incredibly attractive and i think that once you ha- turn on that once you turn on the the knowledge superpower of being able to look around a room and know the the, the vendor the price the the availability the stock levels the you know, the number of them that there are in the universe of everything that you look at, you know, the history songs that were written about it. Once we're able to federate all this, all this knowledge and have it so accessible, I think it will feel getting, letting it go will be exactly like when you leave the house without your phone. You can do it intentionally and it's the best feeling in the world. Like you walk out into the forest with a book and a, and a pair of sunglasses. That's the best. Right. But when you, leaving the house in the morning to go to work and you forget your phone, that is an Oh hell moment. Like we hate that because Mm -hmm. we know that we've just lost our superpowers. Right. Of knowing stuff of navigating the world of being able to go wherever we want. We want and kind of just, you remember we, we used to get lost. Remember that? Like we used to have to know directions. We would have to know like that there was a barn or something. And that's where we turned like all that stuff. Like this. So many things which you take for granted, and so once we get a new range of superpowers, right. it will be very difficult. Um,
1: and you still have the, people who try to give yeah. you directions. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, heaven or no, stop. Yes. Address. Give me an address. I want an address. No, no, no. Don't tell me where to turn. Don't tell me where to turn. Just give me an address. <laughs> give me the address. Yes. Well, that's exactly. So that.
0: Um. I. And so the, the other little example that I always remind people of about the metaverse and and how. We can talk about it in future tense, but then once it pokes its head into our world, we don't even notice it's there. Mm-hmm. Is the is the is the dashboard camera in your car? You hit reverse, and you have augmented reality. Mm-hmm. You have a you have the real world with a data layer on top of it, telling you where your car is going to go, how far objects are, um, what how safe you are if you keep moving, um, and so on and so on. And it's so ergonomic and so automatic. Right. That I actually had, I actually had to argue with somebody that it was augmented reality. That they're, just, they're just like, they like, what do you mean? That's just a backup camera, and I'm that I don't, I don't see that as augmented reality. And I'm like, reality augmented with digital sensors and, and visualizations, like that. You could not get a more clear example of augmented reality. It's been around for like a decade. It's completely, completely normal for us now. So the the metaverse is here. We are sliding into it. These two worlds are coming together um, and they will continue to come together. And we have to be ready to think of how can our content appear there? How can we add value to those experiences? Right. How can we decouple what we're doing now from our current platforms to make it available to those kind of experiences? So that's the kind of the uh, I think that's what we need to end on is that what the the, the listeners have to do is go, where can I? use the strange strategies that I'm using now to, to, to be able to do uh, voice and chat and web and phone and print. How there, can I use that to add? There's probably, of reality there's, and virtual reality.
1: There's, there's probably very, very few of our, of our, uh, of our listeners who are successfully doing all those channels. That's a, that, that is advanced at this point in time. But the That's thing to know is, is. If, if, if you're doing all those channels now, you are way ahead and way more ready. Um, Uh, No, no. We talked about this last time. Everybody's doing all those channels.
0: It's just really hard. No, my, my, the restaurant on my corner is doing all those channels. It's just painful and slow and stupid the way that they're doing it. So they're probably not doing doing it at scale.
1: So like, yeah, but they're not doing it at like content scale. So uh, I will agree with everything you just said. I think that people need to be ready because this is the future. And I think that this is going to be, I don't know, this has been great. Um, but we got to wrap it. Um, and I am glad that we slid into the metaverse with you, Naz. And I hope that uh, we uh, we get to do it again soon. Looking forward to Omnichannel. Uh, I want to give us 30 seconds on what that is, when it is, and how we get there. Omnichannel X
0: conference. Uh, we'll have myself and Patrick, um, speakers from, from around the world, all talking online this June 13th to 16th. That's Omnichannel X x.digital no dash no space um you can find out a lot about it we're going to be doing some some raffles with uh with Horetto to give away some free tickets uh this is our fourth year and we are super excited we hope to see you cool. all there
1: all right very good hey thanks for being here, Naz. it is always a pleasure uh this was a ton of fun and we'll catch you on the next one
0: my pleasure see you next time Content rules, but it can be a lot. I'm sure you've noticed that a lot of these topics are connected, but our short podcast episodes barely scratch the surface. Have no fear, because in the description, we have links to videos, blog posts, and other information that help shine some light on some of the more intense, murky topics. In no time, you're going to have a little bit better idea about structured content and enterprise content strategy. Hope you enjoy.